This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Did you hear that? Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just to die it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I won't smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the schoolofpodcasting.com. If you're new to the show, look, I am not a doctor. I am not a trainer. I'm not even a dude pimping a book. I'm just a person like you that's trying to lose some weight. I know it's been a couple weeks since I've been around, and um, yeah, went up, went down, kind of back where I need to be. The good news is I am making proper steps. I It's been a long time since I've had a Mountain Dew. I think I'm down to like one a week, which if you're a regular listener to the show, that's unheard of. I've just replaced it with water. And one of the things I did, it sounds weird. In my office, I looked at like, where's the main offender here? Where am I doing all this weird stuff? And it dawned on me, I was doing it when I'm at my office. And uh, I thought, well, why is that? Well, the, I had this little baby fridge that was supposed to be in the car. And it just didn't, I like my water cold. And I, my office is right above a deli. I know. And uh, with chips and ice cream and pie, all sorts of stuff. And I went, okay, I got to have stuff here that's healthy because it's, it's you know, 13 steps and a right turn and I'm in the middle of chips and pie. So I'm like, I got to have things in my office that are good to eat, that are healthy Let's go from there, right? Well, to do that, I needed a refrigerator. So I bought this little baby fridge for 99 bucks. Not the cheapest thing on the planet, but in reality, number one, if I am going to drink Mountain Dew, which I'm not, it's now like, I don't know, 40 cents a can versus two bucks for a bottle. And I thought over time it will pay for itself easily. So that's one of the good things. I'm now drinking cold water all the time. I've got some protein shakes in there. Uh, When I have fruit, I can leave it here. Because the other little little baby car fridge just didn't keep things really cold enough. So uh, that's what's going on with me. Hope everything is going good with you. Hope you survived Halloween. Hey, look at this point. It's uh, Halloween was like 10 days ago. Throw that candy out. Shouldn't eat it anyway. And we'll be talking about fries a little bit later here. But uh do want to say a quick shout-out here to Christina Flores. She says, I love your practical approach, and she says, I, uh, I love your practical approach and how hard it can be to battle and maintain weight loss. Thanks for the suggestion on the Fitbit. 
I bought the Fitbit one and I'm loving it. And uh, so she actually donated. So she is today's producer. So she went out to the uh, our website, LogicalLoss.com, and uh, throw a couple shekels in there. And I always say, look, if you go to the movies, you know, by the time you buy tickets and popcorn, you're putting out like 50, 60 bucks. You know, Christina put in like nothing. You know, well, I don't want to. But you know what I mean? I'm not asking for 60 bucks. But anything is helpful to help pay for the bandwidth and things like that. You can go out to uh, LogicalLoss.com forward slash support and click on that. You can even put your name on the wall now if you want to. So, Christina, thank you so very much. Glad you like the Fitbit. I actually love my Fitbit one. We're going to talk about that a little later uh, right after we hear about this. Now, uh, a couple weeks ago, I said I switched. I'm still using my Fitbit one, and that's the one model I have. I love it. But I, I started playing with this body bug slash body media thing. And it didn't work with Lose It. So I switched over to my fitness pal, which I'd heard a couple people say is a really cool program. It's, it's very similar to Lose It, but I couldn't see where I was for the week. And then Erica came to my rescue. Hi, this is Erica Rose. I'm one of your listeners to Logical Loss. I heard just listen to your podcast about my fitness pal, and I did want to let you know there is a way for you to look at your week's calories and see which days you were over and which days you were under. If you go into where there's, I think you use an Android, but on the iPhone, if you go into where you have the pie chart for the day and click on weekly, it will show you which days you were over, which days you were under. So then you can kind of look at it and get a balance. That's basically what I do. If I, for example, today's Halloween, I know that I'm probably going to be over today because of the school parties. I can go ahead and also have a baby shower on Saturday. I did try to stay under all week more than 100 calories so that I would have um, a deficit for the week total. And then you can check that. But I did add you as a friend on my fitness pal. I also use Fitbit. And another blog that I looked at, she compared the two. I think she had the body bug and if they are the same product, then she got much better results from the Fitbit. I don't think they are the same product because um, her her results from the days that she compared them for, I think she did a week or two, that the Fitbits were consistent straight across. She tried to do the same activities on the for those weeks that she was wearing both of them. And her um, body bug was giving um, very inconsistent results for the same exercises. And that's why she ended up switching to Fitbit. Yours is actually giving you consistent. And then, the, of course, the voicemail cut her off. So thank you so much for calling that in. And, yeah, I actually did figure that out. That is very cool because you can see, you know, how you're doing for the week. And uh, kudos to you for knowing, look, it's Halloween coming up. Got to cut back a little bit during the week so I can enjoy the occasional snack, the occasional bit of chocolate that, um, you know, you, you schedule that in. So, and um, I have, you know, that's a great idea. I've just been wearing both. I will say this. It's kind of cool that it can track your sleep, but it's kind of weird. Like right now, I barely notice that this thing is strapped to my arm because number one, a lot of people put this thing on so tight that it's like cutting out blood to your brain. It just barely needs to touch your skin. But at night, when I have no shirt on and I crawl into bed, for some reason, I notice that I have this thing on my arm. Now, it doesn't stop me from falling asleep, but it's just kind of weird. 
So the Fitbit, I can actually just clip to my under drawers if I want to uh, have it track my sleep and I'm good to go. They have a little armband too. I just I just clip it to my drawers and uh, and it's good to go that way. Cause, um, and I, I do love my Fitbit. And I'll have to try that test. Go to the gym, maybe uh, walk a certain mile an hour and do that a couple days and see how consistent it is. Now, it's saying that it, it measures things like sweat and body temperature. And it, in theory, that's supposed to make it more accurate. But uh, we will see. The thing I love about the Fitbit is the fact that even if you don't have a smartphone and you're entering all your food, you can just pull it out and press a button and see how many steps you did. It, it, the simplicity of it is very, very cool. So if you want to check out a Fitbit, and they, the the one I have is like 99 bucks. They do have the little baby one now that uh, I think is $60. Now they have the Flex that actually lets you wear this bracelet around your wrist. And uh, they're all very cool. There are a ton of things coming out. There's this one thing, I forget the name of it, and it was saying that somehow you don't have to track your calories, and it somehow threw a... And I'm going to make up a word. It was something like the electrospometer, and it shoots light into your blood and measures your nutrition. I'm like, say what? It was like 150 bucks. I went, yeah, and it's not out yet. So I'm like, until it's out, I'm, I'm going to hold off on talking about that one. But it is interesting to see where technology is going. And that's just going to lead me into my next topic. And that's the thing I, I've kind of learned this week. And we, really, we've been talking about this for, for years Weight loss is going to come down to lifestyle choices. So I'm trying to adjust my lifestyle, trying to go to the gym more, trying to eat less, trying to eat a better breakfast. Uh, The other thing was killing me this week. I would have like tons of calories left for dinner and just start and then not stop. So I'm like, wow, I have 800 calories left for dinner and then eat 1,200. Yeah, that doesn't work. Because my body's like, I need food. Feed me now. I need food. Yeah, that doesn't work. So um, it was good because I was like, okay, I'll have this little shaky thing for breakfast. And ooh, I ate a half a salad for lunch. Yeah, you're starving your body. So we know that more little baby, little small, very, very tiny kind of meals across the day will actually work better for you to uh, lose weight. And... I'm going to, we're going to, are you ready for a tangent? Just a little baby tangent. There is a new software program I'm using called You Need a Budget, Y-N-A-B for short, or YNAB. And if you go to logicalloss.com forward slash YNAB, that is Y-N-A-B, you can actually get $6 off this software. Now, it ain't cheap. It's like 60 bucks. Now, you can download it and try it for I think it's 34 days, so just a little more than a month for you to kick the tires on it. And then when you're ready to buy it, go to LogicalLoss.com forward slash YNAB and you can get $6 off. Now, what it's cool about, and trust me, we're going back to health in a second, okay, is I've used Quicken, I've used Mint, I've used a couple other ones. This does one thing, and that is it tracks your income and your expense. And... I was looking at this, and it's also got really cool customer service, tons of training, very personable company where you can actually just reach out and touch the company, literally. And they have all these sorts of trainers. They do free webinars. They want you to succeed using their software. But they have these rules. And here's rule number one. 
They don't care where the income came from. But you have to spend it. So for me, I could say, all right, I need, you know, X amount of money for rent. I need X amount of money for food. Need X amount of money for gas and insurance and phone. But it's not for the whole month. It's how, what are you going to be spending on till your next paycheck? Right? So, oh, okay, I need rent. I need this. need that. A little gas. A little that. Bah. Good. And then you can see exactly where your money is supposed to go. Now, they call that give your money a job. Then, as your money comes in, you spend that money where you said you were going to spend it. Makes sense, right? Stick to the plan. Now, the third thing is roll with the punches. That's their three rules. So, okay, you, you budgeted... $38 for a gift, right? Yeah, it turns out it was 42 Okay, so I'm $4 over. So what do you do? Well, you take $4 out of entertainment and you move it to gifts. But you keep track of how much money overall you were supposed to spend. And then you stick with the plan. That means maybe you're not going to, maybe you're going to rent a DVD from the local little red box thing instead of going to the movies, right? You're going to save a little money that way because you spend a little more over here. So you give every dollar a job. You stick to the plan. When life happens, you roll with the punches, but you stick with the plan still. And then in the event that there's just too much month at the end of the money, you see where you went wrong. You regroup. You come back. Next paycheck, here's what I made, here's where it's going. All right, Dave, last time I checked, this is a weight loss podcast. What the heck does this have to do with weight loss? All right, you can figure out how many calories you need. How many calories are coming in? Okay, so you got that. Give every calorie a job. So, all right, I'm going to spend... 400 calories on breakfast. I'm going to do a, a little afternoon snack, a little $200 banana, $200, 200-calorie $200 banana, whatever it is. Then for lunch, I'm going to do another 400 calories. Then a little afternoon apple, whatever it is. Going to be drinking water. Got that. Dinner, maybe a chicken breast, some peas, whatever it is, a salad light dressing, whatever those calories are, and stick with the plan. Now, we heard Erica, who said, look, you know, uh, well, actually, she didn't say that. I don't know. Did you hear her say, uh, but Halloween, come on. And we know Thanksgiving, uh, right? But she knew it was coming. She's like, look, you know what? I see that that thing right there. I'm going to trip right over it. And so she planned accordingly. Right. And you can do the same thing. It's not, you know, I haven't had, uh, and I'm not even going to say it. There's a certain type of ice cream that I like. Haven't had one of those in a long time. But if I was going to have one of those from the, the evil possessed Dairy Queen, I could do it. I would just have to have a really small, small, small breakfast and just eat it for lunch and then have a normal dinner. Now I'm not going to do that. Because that just, that's just me practicing bad things. If you think about it, right? When you, when you make a, a wrong choice, 
look, you're not going to hell. You're not doomed. You're not like, oh, I told you I could never lose weight. No, no. But you are practicing doing the wrong stuff. And the more you do it, the worse you're going to get. The better you're going to get at being, the better you're going to be at being worse. Does that make any sense, right? So I'm, I'm going to try this philosophy because I like the philosophy with money. Because what the software does, now it is a manual process. You can you can do some things where you can import things from your bank if you're doing online banking. But for the most part, I've found, and this is kind of one of the things I like about the gadgets, is because I'm now putting in my my calories, and I do like the thing with my fitness power where I can just scan stuff. I can just scan the UPC symbol. It's right in there, which Lose It does as well. But that makes things super easy, right? And then you can, uh, it gets me thinking about my food as I put it in there during the day. And and when I'm putting in my budget for the, you know, hey, I just spent another dollar fifty at the vending machine. I can see, oh, I'm almost over budget on that. Better quit doing that. Well, if you do that with food, you could, in my fitness pal, in Lose It, in half the programs out there, say, here's what I mean on Monday, here's what I mean on Tuesday, here's what I mean on Wednesday, and just put it in and then follow the plan. And I've tried this one day and it seemed to be tolerable in the fact that if I was hungry at whatever, 8.30, I had breakfast an hour and a half ago, kind of hungry. The fact that I can see in an hour, I'm going to have some sort of granola bar, some sort of bag of grapes, something is on the horizon. And I know if I just keep breathing, time will keep moving and I'll be able to eat again. It made it a little tolerable because I saw the plan. I saw the game plan and it seemed to help a little bit. And at the end of the day, when I followed the plan, there was a certain part of me that was like, attaboy, you followed the plan. So that was like day one. Day two, damn it, they just came in with every freaking piece of candy and donuts. And I was like, oh, now that's not fair. And uh, yeah, I fell off the wagon. And But I rolled with the punches. So I'm like, all right, end of the day, like 400 calories over. I'm like, ugh. But I took that and said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to cut out the snack from Tuesday. So, hey, when you're a little hungry there and you're like, I wish I had that snack. Yeah, just think about, uh, you know, maybe next time you'll stay away from the donut. And and wish it out and, and try to get out by the end of the week. And in my case this week, you know, it was a great try. But in the end, I ended up a little over for the week. So, but that lets you learn where you need to change. And that's where it comes down to. Eventually, it's going to just come down to you. It's you and the food. And it's not always the exercise, it's the food. If you're going to fix exercise or food, fix the food. It's a lot less work, a lot less sweat, a lot less time at the at the gym. You fix the food. And I am starting to eat peas and carrots and bananas and grapes. These things called um what are they fruit fruits and vegetables. I've heard of them before. And it's interesting to eat a big old bowl of peas and like, wow, that was like almost no calories. So try that. Take the philosophy of you need a budget. Because in the same way that I don't know about you, 
I'm doing better. My biggest thing right now is, is uh, student loans. Oh, my goodness. I went back to school when I was in my 40s, and I'm still paying that bad boy off. And uh, But a lot of us are up to our eyes in debt because we we spent more money than we had. We lived beyond our means. And in theory, all bad health is is eating beyond our means. And it's because we're, we're using it to self-medicate and to deal with things. And there are just better ways to do that. But try the you need a budget philosophy. Every dollar gets a job. Every calorie gets assigned to a meal. Step two, stick to the plan. Step two of your diet, stick to the plan. And be farsighted to know the next meal is on the way. If you just stand there and do nothing, time will keep moving and that meal will get closer. Chances are you're not hungry. You're bored. You're probably thirsty. Go get some water. I'm finding that out. A lot of times I think I'm hungry. I'm just dehydrated. Drink some water. Do something. Walk around the block. Walk up and down the steps. Chances are when you get done with that, number one, you're going to feel better. Number two, you'll have your mind kind of off of whatever it was that was bugging you or whatever, and you'll just go and do your next thing. And then rule number three, roll with the punches. Roll with the punches. Okay, so you had that donut. All right, so you're not going to have this. Or maybe tonight, how about this? Instead of a six-ounce chicken breast, how about you take two of those ounces and put them towards tomorrow? Something you adjust your budget, your calorie budget, and and budget is such a weird word. We get all freaky when we hear that word. How about your bud? Instead of budget, instead of diet, let's call it an eating plan, because that's what it is. You've assigned calories to meals, and you can see that if you just follow the plan, you will do that. One of the things I really love about my fitness pal is on those days when I do good and I go, "Yep, done eating," and it says, "Hey, if you keep doing this." you're going to weigh X amount of less weight in X amount of weeks. You're like, wow, this thing just told me the future. All I got to do is lather, rinse, and repeat. It also smacks you in the head on those days when you go, hey, you keep doing this, buddy, guess what? They're going to roll you down the street. Now, I don't think it exactly words it that way, but it does politely, like a little hand comes right on my phone and just smacks me in the head. I was like, wow, when did that happen? So think about that because I've always said this, Losing weight itself is simple. It's not easy, but it is simple. So check that out. If you're interested in a Fitbit, we heard uh, Erica talk about the Fitbit and that other blog. Uh, Go to LogicalLoss.com forward slash Fitbit. I've got some information on one. And actually, if you go out on that and click on that, I actually earn a little commission if you feel like getting one. I do love the Fitbit one. It does work with a smartphone if you got one. It's pretty cool. And um, also want to thank, you know what, before we get out the door, because we've got, uh, yeah, we got a little bit of money. Uh, I did find a cool article that I wanted to share with you. Have you heard about the, quote, healthy fries from uh, Burger King? Well, researchers at Yale Rudd Center for Food Policy and Obesity have found that on it. Oh, this is a different story. Different story. I'm sorry. But this is an interesting, I I found this, I wanted to share this with you because it's quick. Uh, Researchers at Yale Rudd Center for Food Policy and Obesity have found that on an average, children between the ages of two and five see more 
than blank amount of advertisements for fast food each year. How many advertisements do children between the ages of two and five see in a year? A, 500. B, 1,000. C, 10,000. All right, you guys ready? It's B. 10,000 would be a little crazy. Actually, 1,000 is a lot crazy. In a year, 1,000. Here's the interesting thing. I would like to know how many advertisements they see in a year, just period. But advertisements for fast food, 1,000 advertisements in a year. You know, let's do the math on that. I'm pulling up the calculator as we speak. 1,000 divided by 365 is like three-something. 2.74 commercials a day to say, come visit the Golden Arches. The uh, Did you notice how Wendy from Wendy's Fast Food is now this hot, like, total, like, ginger, like a young ginger from Gilligan's Island? Yeah, because we all know that if we eat Wendy's, we're going to look like her, right? Wow, it's hilarious, right? So in 2012, the average U.S. preschooler viewed 2.8 fast food ads on TV every day, every day. According to Fast Food Facts 2013, this is a new report released by Yale Rudd Center and Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. All that exposure to fast food marketing is cause for concern because preschoolers, think about that. That's what we're talking about. Preschoolers are not too young to be influenced by marketing. Heck no, they're not. I want to go play with Ronald. The report calls for companies to limit advertising fast food to children and stop targeting preschoolers, especially through Spanish language TV commercials, which have been increasingly visible to Hispanic children in recent years. Que pasa? Right. Amazing, though. Preschoolers. Wow. Evil, evil, evil people, I think, and sometimes. And how do you do that? I guess, you know, if you're ABC, NBC, CBS, you shouldn't take commercials for, I don't know, Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers. Is he still, is he's dead, right? I don't know. Whoever, Mr. Barney, is he still around? I don't know. I'm old. Right, Mr. Green Jeans, Captain Kangaroo, <laughs> Captain Penny, for those of you who are really up there. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I remember Captain, I barely remember Captain Penny. At any rate, uh, it's interesting to see how we get influenced. And um, that's why we got to stay focused on the good stuff. We got to stay focused on the things that are going to make us healthy and realize one of the reasons it's hard is because we are getting bombarded with advertisements. And we know that nothing looks like it does in the picture. But we'll try it again anyway. We know we're busy. And, oh, just this once I'll go through the window. And then it's twice, three times, four times. It's amazing. And I'm going to do something here. We're going to call an audible. You got to hear this. This is hilarious. Where's my cord here? This is me ordering a Big Mac and a glass of water. But do you really want this guy making your food? This is amazing. You guys ready for this? And by the way, this is completely illegal. You're not allowed to record people without them knowing. But I wanted to because this person is just like, really? He he barely, he's speaking English, but it's very bizarre. You guys, This is the guy that's making your food. Ready? Here we go. 
Come on. We'll see if this guy is going on. Did you hear that? Let me see if I can back that up. He said, hey, good morning. Would you like to try an, an egg white delight? I'm seriously, I'm not making that up. I'm not speeding it up. This is the man making your food. Right. Got it. Sure. No, thank you. I just need uh, one Egg McMuffin and a glass of water, please. That's it. That is better known as a better bad choice. Uh, uh, here again, why? Because the McDonald's commercials say it's a healthy, it's a healthy, happy 300 calories. Well, it's not, but it's uh, how I started my day that day. So there you go. Peeling back the curtain. Listen to this. I was like, what? So there, uh, yet another reason not to go to fast food points. That guy's making your food. Well, actually, that guy's taking your order. But here's my thought. Where's the manager that said, wow, this guy can barely, and, it, and it's not an English as a second language thing. It's not. Trust me. He's just, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, wow, they hired Mushmouth from Fat Albert to run the drive-thru. Hey, Fat Albert, buh. Do you want a bit, buh, buh? Uh, What? Amazing. Anyway, I have no, that has nothing to, that's just me trying to be entertaining. But uh, maybe I'll turn that into an episode of Building a Better Dave. At any rate, you can do it. Try that plan and uh, stay away from the commercials. I guess if you have a preschool, you need to teach them how to TiVo stuff so they can skip the commercials. And uh, I always like to leave you with my favorite Jillian Michaels uh, quote, which is, uh, why, why are you choosing failure when success is still an option? Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Take care. God bless. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Won't tell you lies.